శ్రీ సాయి సత్ చారిత్ర చాప్టర్ టూ ద ఆబ్జెక్ట్ ఆఫ్ రైటింగ్ ద బుక్ శ్రీ గణేశాయ నమ శ్రీ సరస్వతే నమ శ్రీ వెంకటేశాయ నమ శ్రీ సాయినాథాయ నమ శ్రీ సద్గురుభ్యో నమ ఇన్ దిస్ చాప్టర్ హేమంత్ పన్ టెల్స్ అస్ అబౌట్ ద రీజన్స్ దట్ లెట్ టు హిమ్ టు అండర్టేక్ ద వర్క్ ఆఫ్ రైటింగ్ ఆఫ్ ద బుక్ పీపుల్ హూ ఆర్ క్వాలిఫైడ్ టు రీడ్ ఇట్ అండ్ అదర్ పాయింట్స్ అబ్జెక్టివ్ ఆఫ్ రైటింగ్ ద బుక్ In the previous chapter, Hemant Pan described the way in which Baba crushed the cholera epidemic and threw it out of Shirdi by green, grinding the wheat grains. The villagers explained the deeper meaning of the grinding of wheat grains to Hemant Pan. They also narrated Baba's other leelas to him. He was delighted by listening to these stories and decided to write the sacred life and teachings of Sai Baba. He thought that it would be interesting and instructive to his devotees. By reading and listening to Baba's life story, all the sins will be washed away and peace and harmony would prevail. But writing the life stories of great saints, it's not an easy task. Their life is neither sequential nor easily understood. Those are indeed blessed who take upon themselves the task of interpreting the great lives to the ordinary men and women. Blessed indeed are those who constantly listen to and meditate on the stories of such great yogis. After listening to many stories of Baba's Leelas, though he was delighted, he understood that this task was not easy. He felt utterly incompetent. He prayed, Baba, though I have spent days and nights with my friends, I can't write a single word about them. Then how can I write anything about an incarnation of God? When I cannot interpret my own mind, how can I make a Mahatma's life understandable to others? How is it possible to describe a form? Even the four Vedas found it difficult to describe. Only a Mahatma can understand and interpret other Mahatmas. It may be possible to measure the waters in all the seven oceans. It may even be possible to tie up the entire sky in one single piece of cloth. But will it be possible to explain the meaning and purpose of Sai's life? Explaining even one of his leelas is fraught with difficulties. It was only Sai's immense powers that inspired me to write this book. Ho Sai, kindly bless me and see that this courageous effort of mine does not become a laughing stock. Jnaneshwar Maharaj Maharashtra's first and foremost poet and yogishwar has said that those who write the life stories of Mahatmas are dearer to the God. The idea of writing the life story of Baba was inspired by God himself. So God will see to it that somehow his work will be completed. Why should I worry? God has a peculiar way of getting things done which he inspires in the devotees and which the devotees have been longing to do. Devotees are only the instruments to carry out his wishes. If Baba has chosen me to write a story, then it is his responsibility to see that the task is completed. Just as earlier Mahapati, Mahipati wanted to write the stories of stains and the saints got it written by him, written by him in the year 1717 AD. He wrote four books, Bhakta Vijaya, Santa Vijaya, Bhakta Leelamrit and Santa Leelamrit. The same was the case with Padaskanu Maharaj. By 1878 AD, he wrote two books, Bhakta Leelamrit and Santa Katamrit, which depict the lives of modern saints. In the book Bhakta Leelamrit, Padaskanu Maharaj has described beautifully the life and teachings of Sai Baba. These are covered in chapters 31, 32, 33. In chapter 57 of Santa Katamrit also, Dasukun Maharaj has depicted the life and teachings of Baba. In addition to the above, Dasukun Maharaj has also composed several beautiful poems on Sai Baba. Baba's life is also described in volume 17 numbers 11 and 12 of Sai Leela magazine. 
Sri Raghunath Tendulkar and his wife Srimad Savitri Bai both of Bandra have written gloriously about Baba's life in the book Sri Sainath Bhajan Mala Some of Sai Baba's stories have also been published in Gujarati language by the devotee Sri Amidas Bhavani and Meeta Amidas Bhavani Meeta Dakshina Bhiksha Shanta of Shirdi has published some of Baba's stories in their magazines Sainath Prabha When such vast literature is available why one more any devotee will naturally ask this question the only answer to this question is that sai baba's life story is like a huge ocean without any limits whoever dives deep into it will come out with unlimited number of gems of bhakti and pearls of wisdom for distribution to all these wonderful stories provide comfort and happiness to all those suffering from misery and mental agony they also provide knowledge and wisdom and rs and are as interesting as and instructive as the vedas by listening to these stories and meditating on them the devotees will be blessed with all they have been aspiring they will easily travel the path of self realization and bliss with these thoughts hemant pant felt that by bringing together all the stories of baba in one book he would be offering his best service to his sadguru he knew that such a book would be a delight particularly to those who devotees who were not fortunate enough to see baba in person with these noble thoughts hemant pant started writing such saritra his mind was constantly telling him that it was baba who inspired him to write and it would be baba who would see the work as completed satisfactorily hemant pant had shed his egoism completely at baba's feet at the age of 60 after completing his sashashipta purti celebrations he decided to dedicate the remaining part of his life at baba's divine feet baba permission to write such saritra hemant pant could not muster sufficient courage to seek baba's permission to write a story he requested shyama to talk to baba shyama agreed and pleaded with baba deva this anna sahab wants to write your story only if you agree don't say that you are begging you are a begging fakir don't say that it will be a laughing matter to write about a beggar only if you agree he will write It is not he who writes you will have to write such a book for the benefit of the devotees without your consent and blessing nothing can be accomplished Sai Baba was moved by this request as it involved the benefit of the devotees he blessed him by giving vibhuti prasadam and placing his head on Hemant Pant's head Baba said let him shed his ego at my feet when his ego is totally destroyed and there is no trace of it i will enter in him and shall write my story myself i should write my life story myself and fulfill the wishes of my devotees hearing my stories and teachings will create faith in my devotees let him collect all the stories and experiences let him make notes let there be no instant insistence on establishing on one's view one's own view no attempt should be made to contradict others opinion there should not be any discussion of pros and cons of any subject it should be a simple narration of my story baba used the word discussion because of an earlier event in which himant pant participated and in which in fact get govind raghunath the bolkar the title of himant pant himant pant first introduction anna sahib the bolkar was very talkative and used to hurt others by his utterings He was also argumentative. Long before he went to Shirdi, he was a good friend of two of Baba's great devotees, Hari Sitaram Dikshit and Narayan Govind Chandorkar. Hari Sitaram Dikshit, also known as Kakka Sahib Dikshit and Tabulkar, had an agreement that if either of them meets a saint or a sage, the other should also be introduced. Because of Narayan Govind Chandorkar, also known as Nana Sahib Chandorkar Dikshit, had already met Sai Baba and had instantly become his devotee. He and Chandorkar asked the Bolkar to visit Shirdi and have Baba's darshan. 
Dabolkar decided to follow their advice. When he was about to leave for Shirdi, his friend's son fell ill, fell ill at Lonavala. His friend tried all means, both physical and spiritual, to get his son treated. Still, the fever did not come down. Then he brought his guru to sit, sit by the bedside and comfort his son. Nothing worked, and the boy passed away. That was a setback for Dabolkar's plans to go to Shirdi. He thought that when a guru could not save his friend's son. What's the use of having a guru when the guru can't do anything why go all the way to shirdi to see one more with these thoughts the bolkar postponed his trip to shirdi however hard one may try nobody can prevent destiny and whatever has to happen will certainly happen nana sahib chandokar was a subdivisional officer and once had to go to basain on some official work he had come from tana and was waiting at adha for a train to basain Just then a local train to Bandra arrived. Nana Sahib got into it and went to Bandra, looked up for the Bolkar and took him to task for not going to Shirdi. The Bolkar told him about his predicament about a guru. Nana Sahib because of his immense experience could easily convince him and made him to commit going to Shirdi. The Bolkar decided to go to the same go the same night with the intention of going to Dadar and catching a train there for Marmad. He sat in the train. It was one of Baba's miracles that just before the train started a muslim gentleman came hostile came hastily to dabolkar and asked him where he was going dabolkar told him the muslim gentleman asked him to go to straight to bori bandar as a manmad mail did not stop at dadar had this information not been given to him dabolkar would not have gone to shirdi next day and his dilemma about a guru would have continued as destiny would have it such an eventuality did not happen and dabolkar reached shirdi next day around 9 am Bappu Sahib Dikshit, Kaka Sahib Dikshit was waiting for him at Shirdi. That was in the year 1910 AD. The Bulkar settled him, settled down in Satevada and was very anxious to see Baba. Just then, Tatya Sahib Nolkar returned from the masjid and said that Baba was round the corner and that he would see him immediately. The Bulkar ran and fell at the feet of Baba. The touch of the feet of Baba electrified him. It was an experience the like of which the Bulkar had never never felt earlier in his entire life. He was lifted into a totally different plane. The bliss he enjoyed was several times greater than and what Nana Sahib had earlier described to him. The Bulkar explains that by seeing Baba our thoughts are completely transformed. the force of previous karma recedes with detachment towards worldly affairs increasing gradually and slowly and definitely the entire world assumes the form of baba the bolkar was consumed in all that pro- pervading infinite form every fiber of his being was filled with joy and his mind was overflowing with gratitude to all those who made such an experience possible the title of hemant pant the very first day the bolkar arrived in shirdi he picked up an argument with pala sahib batte about the relevance of the guru he defied the concept of submitting to someone else and foregoing one's freedom of action he wanted to know why a guru is required when ultimately it is he who have to perform the action he asked teasingly if we sleep without doing anything will the guru help us the bolkar then argued for exercising uh, free will but he argued from the, for the other side namely destiny and will of god he told him to brush aside his cleverness he also told him that pride or egoism won't help as it usually happens there was no conclusion baba were tired both sorry both were tired and the argument was stopped the bolkar realized that egoism breeds discussion when they went to masjid baba asked kaka sahib what happened at the wada what was the argument about what did this hemant pan say and turned towards the bolkar 
Hearing these words, everyone was surprised. Even though the masjid was at a distance from Bada, he could Baba. How could Baba know about the discussion unless he is omniscient? Babulkar the Bulkar thought that Baba called him Heman Pant because of the discussion in the morning. Significations of the title: Heman Pant is a short form of the well-known name Himadri Pant. Himadri Pant was a minister during the reign of Kings Mahadev and Ramdev of Yadav dynasty at Devagri. He was a great political strategist, generous and learned person. He wrote two books titled Chaturvarga Chintamani and Raja Prashati. Hemadri Pant was of Ozafas Shivatsa Gotram and belonged to the times of great saints Yaneshwar and Namdev. He also invented the Modi script used for counting. The Bolkar felt that he did not stand any comparison with Hemadri Pant. He considered himself a dull fellow of moderate intellect. He was of Bharadwaja and not Shivatsa Gotram. After sufficient thinking, he concluded that Baba had called him Hemadri Pant sarcastically to bring down his egoism. from then on he decided not to indulge in discussions though the bolkar thought that the baba had named him hemant pant sarcastically future events proved that baba's words were prophetic hemant pant managed the sai sansthan very efficiently and intelligently kept all the accounts immaculately and above all was instrumental in writing the book sri sai satsaritra which deals with such abstract and complicated topics like jnana bhakti self surrender and self realization and more than anything else the bolkar had surrendered completely to the satguru sri sai baba hemant pant also believed firmly in his guru and dispelled all the doubts he had about a guru from his mind he learned that without shraddha dedication and shaburi patience he cannot attain self self realization strange indeed are baba's methods of teaching his devotees with this the second chapter called the objective of writing the book is complete in the next chapter heman pant tells us about sai baba's permissions and assurance assignment of work in other devotees and other matters shri satguru sainada paramastu shubham bhavatu om shanti 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 there is a beautiful picture of baba standing thank you so much baba for giving me this opportunity to read this audio book for my uh, for uh, baba's devotees uh, let the readers be houses and family and their hearts be filled with love peace health cheers uh, blesses all baba thank you so much for this opportunities i love you and om sai ram